You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Like you, Jonah, who's a music person and also a mental health counselor. And you, Vanessa, who is an actress, comedian, and I think you even wrote a children's book. Wow. I sure did. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> As a high school student. Plus legendary sisters Amber Ruffin and Lacey Lamar. Top. You would pull the bag out and then we would eat okay. the eat all the leftover the leftover chocolate chips, which was a lot. Then you'd roll the oh, barrel up, so to, up the hill. And then one of us would get inside the barrel and they'd push you down. And we've also had an amazing guest like Mike the Miz, Jason Isbell, Carrie Brownstein and Corin Tucker of Slater Kinney, and many more. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like Change.Dork. <laughs> Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Angela is out. What's up, Charlemagne? Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? 
day. <laughs> yes, it is hump day Wednesday, middle of the week. Angelie is out. Don't confuse the people. Uh, but the Breakfast Club, as you know it, is officially over. But she is on vacation. Yes. But you know, she's, she's staying until the end of the year. To, um, it's like when a when a great ball player retires. Correct. And they announce their retirement. A farewell tour. They get their farewell tour. Mm-hmm. She's just not here for the tour. That's right. <laughs> yeah, she's not here right <laughs> now for the tour. She'll be, she'll be in and out for the tour. Yeah, she'll be in and out for the tour. That's about it. Yes. I am so sore from a great workout yesterday. What's his name? Man, shut up. No, I mean, your trainer. Uh, Tony. Oh, Cousin Tony. Tony. Perm. Perm. You always think somebody's going too far, perm man. Keep, perm, keep, perm gets you straight. That's what they call him. But um, you know what else I'm thinking about? What's that? Uh, I know across the country. People already went back to school, but here in uh, the tri-state area, our kids don't go back to school until Tuesday. after Labor Day. Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, the parental paranoia when your kid's in school, it's, it's already setting in for me, and they're not even back in school yet. So I'm trying to enjoy the moment, just enjoy the last four or five days before they go back, but the parental paranoia is always setting in. Yeah. Got yeah. one starting high school and, mm. you know, another one going to second grade. Mm. One starting... Uh, Pre-K. Pre-K. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. Yeah, I got a. Uh, oh. I, I just dropped Logan off uh, at the airport this morning. He's uh, heading to Arizona. Shout out to uh, his team, Bergen Catholic. They have a game in Arizona oh, on Friday. And when I checked the weather in Arizona, it said it's going to be like 109 degrees. What? Yes. The point of having balls in 109 degree temperatures. What? 109 degrees. You That's said, insane. You said, what's the what? What's the point of having <laughs> testicles? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? That's hot. 109 degrees. Now, the crazy thing is here on, on the East Coast, uh, if the weather gets over 95, they're not allowed to practice. Mm. But I guess in Arizona, it's 109. They're playing. So this Friday, he has a, a game out in Arizona. So I just dropped him off. So uh, good luck to the whole team. Uh, should be an interesting game. So uh, I'm excited for them. They had to leave dumb early this morning. So you sound calm. But I just said that parental paranoia is no joke. That oh, paranoia. Oh, you going? Yes, I'm oh, going. okay, okay. But even still, I'd have, I, I would have had to travel with the team. I'm like that. I'm still that type of parent. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, as my as my daughter likes to call me a helicopter parent. No, I'm, I'm a UFO. No, I'm not mad at that. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely going. I'm, I'm heading out there Friday so I can check out the game. Yeah, you know, coming back with me on Saturday. It's unbelievable. It's just like you know. <laughs> You just have all these different scenarios run through your head, and like the world we live in is crazy. It's just like parental paranoia is real. You got to just let your kids go off to be kids, do normal everyday things. Now mm-hmm. you know how your grandparents felt. Now you know how your parents felt. Now you know why they were the way they were. They, now you know why they were the way they were. Yes. Because you adopt all those understand habits. Understand it 100%. Uh, understand, uh, not only understand it, want to apologize. Absolutely. <laughs> want to apologize for ever questioning them. Lord, have mercy. Parental paranoia is real. You hear me? Absolutely. Well, That's that anxiety one feels of uh, just being a parent, man. Sending their little one out into the world. All right. When we come back, we got front page news. We got a... Uh, Donald Trump, he's back in the news. Um, back. Never and I, left. And there's some stuff that I don't understand, so um, you're going to have to break it down for me, Charlemagne. Depends what it is. I don't know. I might not know what the hell I'm talking about. Well, we'll, be, we'll do it together. What is we'll do it together. We'll do it when we come back. It's the breakfast. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. 
Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with cold breakfast. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with cold breakfast. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one-la, cry me a river, ah. Y'all hear this, man? to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we had a whole album in the can. We, got a, we have a whole album. 
now have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers. You probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you, to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift, what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer, because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together we'll find it. It's gonna be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Club, good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, first, we got to congratulate Shakari Richardson. She won first place in the women's 100-meter race. Now, uh, she's uh, number one again after defeating Olympic champion Elaine Thompson. So, congratulations to her. Congratulations to Shakari Richardson. Serena Williams, she uh, plays uh, match two at the U.S. Open tonight. That's at 7 p.m. I'm excited about that because I'm actually going. So, that's going to be pretty dope. Uh, Also, Donald Trump, your president. Now, they're saying... That uh, Justice Department says classified documents are Mar-a-Lago were likely concealed and removed. He was trying to hide dark uh, documents. Uh, they don't say what they got so far. They re- they were they removed over a hundred uh, documents and a hundred articles of of paperwork, but they don't know if they actually have anything unlawful as of yet. They're saying that they don't know. Yeah, and that's going to be ridiculous if they don't. If they don't, uh, you know, all Trump supporters are going to say this is just another witch hunt. It was bogus. You know, it's a political move by the Democrats during a midterm election. Yeah, all of these different YouTube conspiracy theories that they got going on about why uh, the, the, the FBI raided Magalago. Uh, if they don't have anything, they're going to think every single one of those conspiracy theories are true. All right. Now, also, they're and saying- they just might be. They're saying that Trump shared a bunch of content and conspiracy theories on his social media platform. They're saying he's been posting messages on social media, including many promoting the, what is it, QAnon conspiracy theory? QAnon, man. What is that? I don't know what it is. Break it down. What is it? I don't know how to break down QAnon. It's a bunch of conspiracy theories with you on QAnon. Now, what did they talk about? I don't know. I don't Everything them. from Pizzagate. You heard of Pizzagate, right? Yes. Yeah, everything from Pizzagate to... You know, reptilians being in control of the government, like uh, the celebrities being a part of pedophile rings, all kind of stuff, man. So why is it so big that because he always does this all the time? Why is it so big today? Why is it all over the paper today? I have no idea. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. I haven't seen it. I didn't see that part. Oh, yeah. It's been all over the paper today. Now, also, Mississippi governor talks about the Jackson water crisis out in Mississippi. And this is what he had to say. Here's the audio. We started developing water distribution plans, sourcing tankers, and assessing all of the risk associated with an event like this. We also set a meeting for today between the mayor and our experts. All of this was with the prayer that we would have more time before their system 
ran to failure. Unfortunately, that failure appears to have begun. Yeah, so state state of Mississippi, uh, uh, they're having a, a definite water crisis. They don't know what to do. They have the National Guards out there now. It's a state of emergency in Jackson, Mississippi, and they're trying to get people water. How the hell did that happen? I saw uh, the great Deion Sanders talking about it yesterday, how they're moving all the kids from Jackson State to, I guess, you know, somewhere else so they can properly take a shower and things of that nature. I'm like, how did, how did they just... Run out of water. Yeah, we'll talk about that next uh, hour with Deion Sanders and what he's asking for because, you know, he can't even have his players actually play because they don't have a facility. They don't have working water. So they're going through a, a lot of it. They're going through it as well. But we'll break that down next hour as well. All right. That is front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. Phone lines are wide open. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? It's Marcus, the manager. Hey, Marcus, the manager. What's up? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, Charlamagne? What's up, Envy? Peace, Marcus. What's up, brother? Hey, um, Envy, I wanted to, first off, give you a a big birthday shout-out, man, because... We have the same birthday. Lion okay. ass Virgos. When's your birthday? <laughs> September the third, bro. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This this Saturday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, um, and the other thing I want to talk about is uh, today, man. I want to uh, definitely talk about uh, the impact that y'all had on me personally. I have uh, you guys are your words are very powerful, man. Um, I used to be a manager for various restaurants, man, and. Uh, you guys inspired me and all the people that you had on there inspired me to get my CDL, man, and I just bought two trucks. There you I go. Get on my own. There you go. Congratulations, King. You know what's crazy? Yes. I, I just bought a, a, a car transport. Just so, oh, yeah, I'm gonna put it on the road. I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna use it for my car shows, but then when I'm not doing my car shows, I just have it on the road, going up right, from right. Uh, Miami to New York or wherever it needs to be. Just you know, to, to, you know, make it make some money for me. Yes, sir. I'm hauling steel, man. So. It's, it's on, and uh going to try to make this uh, generational wealth, bro. All right, brother. You have a good one, and thank you for the birthday shout-outs, man. Have a great birthday. All right, thanks. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's Hey, what's up, Trav? Hey, what's up, Char? Peace, sis. What's happening? Yeah, uh, chilling, chilling. Envy. Yes, sir. I'm calling to talk to you today, Envy. Because, you know, I've been th- I, I actually said this a while ago, and I've been meaning to tell you. So, look, I have a name for your car show. Okay. That I really think that you got. I know you don't really like drive your dreams. I know you've been down ever since they took Cartella from you. I'm not so, down. I'm actually happy. But go ahead, go. So listen, I want you to sit on this now. Don't just don't just Pause. deny it. I want you to sit on it. Pause. Right? You want me to sit on Pause. something? Pause. Oh god. Oh god. So listen. Okay. Car celebrity. Your celebrity's favorite car show. Car celebrity. That's whack. No, it's not. It sounds like a amusement park. It sounds like a theme park. It's not it about like the celebrities, though. It's about the re- it's about the it, people who come to the event. No, right? no, you don't pay attention. It's about him getting his celebrities' cars and putting them inside of his car show so they can drive the celebrities' you no know, dream cars. 
Yeah, nah. Don't like it, bro. But thank you for trying, though, because, you know, the car show, yeah, we do have celebrity cars, but it's more about family. You know what I mean? It's more about, you know, you you being able to come and bring your dad and bring your kids, bring your daughter, bring your moms, and it's just kind of like a celebration. And we have cars, we have rides. It's, 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 it's more than just about celebrities. You know, we might have a, a bunch of celebrity cars, and we might have none, but it's about just a regular person's cars, whether it's a, a Honda, a Tahoe, a Lambo, a Ferrari, or whatever it may be, an old school car. Well, just... I'm just going to mind my business. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly what you should be doing. But we, but we appreciate you, Trav. Thank you, brother. All right. All right, man. He said, sit on it. Whoa. All right. That'd be a good name for the car show. What's that? Sit on it. Yeah, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> no, because people like to go to car shows and sit on the hood and take pictures. No, no. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? 
This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one uh-huh, Cry Me a River, uh-huh. Y'all hear this? Listen to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we got a whole album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers, probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you, to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift, what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer, because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together, we'll find it. It's going to be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. They were talking to Floyd Mayweather and talking about his biggest investment. And he said his biggest investment was actually paying $750,000 to get out of his contract. He said he paid to get out of his contract so he wouldn't have to pay anybody and do and make all the moves on his own. And that was his biggest and best investment. Sometimes you just got to bet on yourself. You're right. You're right. Because then he became his own promoter after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then people had to pay him for fights, and then he became a promoter, and he made money on the promotion, and he made money on the back end, and he made money throughout. He owned his own stuff, which was pretty dope. Now, Usher, he talks about verses, and if he would ever do a versus, he said he's cut from a way different cloth. King, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I've been working to the point where I do own that, and I do deserve that, and I ain't going to ask for it no more. You're going to no. give it because yeah. I didn't work for it. And because I was given a gift. A gift that came from God, man. I'm standing on the shoulders of all of the icons of our time. It is Michael that I stand on the shoulders of. It is James Brown that I stand on the shoulders of. It is Ronald Isley I stand on the shoulders of. It is Luther Vandross. It is Barry White, Teddy Pendergrass. It is all of these incredible artists like Marvin Gaye that will never be forgotten as long as there's a breath in my body to breathe. Hey, man, I'm not debating Ursha at all, okay? Dropping the clues bombs for Usher because truth be told, 
Usher is one of those people. He's one of those. He's 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 up there with those greats he just named. We just live in a generation that doesn't appreciate the legends amongst us, and Usher is absolutely one of them. And stop playing with that man about a verses. I done told y'all this on this damn radio. Now talk about twenty songs. Usher has twenty nuclear bombs. Facts. Twenty nukes. Yep. Okay, that he could let go at any given time. It's a difference between a lot of people's catalog and us's catalog. I'm trying to tell y'all now. Now, also, the uh, baby had a concert in New Orleans over the weekend, and they're saying it was canceled due to low ticket sales. According to the outlet, the baby sold fewer than 500 tickets for the arena, which holds 14,000, and people were pointing fingers at the baby. But let me tell you this: I hate stories like this. Yep, I, but I like to clear it up though. Has nothing to do with the baby. What do you got to do with it? The baby gets paid for a show. Now, sometimes promoters, they, they try to book a show, and they don't necessarily know how to sell tickets. They don't mm-hmm. know what they're doing. I'm not saying, I'm going to say allegedly, because I don't know what happens in this case, but the baby is an act that sells tickets. He does festivals, so it has nothing to do with the baby. It does not mean the baby's cold right now. Nothing at all. The reason I hate stories like that is... uh. We, we we see the baby all the time selling our shows all over the all world. All the time. I don't see the headline that says the baby sold out here, the baby sold out there. So why is when it's low ticket sales, all of a sudden it's a it's a story? That's whack to me. I think that's horrible, and I think that's trash as well. But uh, I just wanted to report that and clear that up because it has nothing to do with the baby. It's promoters. You know, what I mean, I've I've done shows where I have shows that were jam packed, and I've had shows that was it was light. It, it's not on you. I'm just. <sighs> It's just weird when you see somebody sell out all over the world, and the the the, the one time I guess you know they, they have low ticket sales, all of a sudden that's the headline. Yeah, I hate it too. I can't stand it. I hate it too. Now, if you're a Wingstop fan, it looks like Wingstop is getting chicken sandwiches. Yo, what's happening? It's the boss Ricky Rose with a huge announcement today, twelve noon. Wingstop, yeah, Wingstop launching his very first chicken sandwich and not just one but 12 different flavors 12 different flavors wingstop.com 12 noon today yo let me catch this flight as soon as i land y'all know what i'm ordering big all right so if you're a wingstop fan and you love them chicken sandwiches you can grab a chicken sandwich at wingstop i hate to have these conversations on air but you know y'all all our family the breakfast club Mm -hmm. is a whole club so the listeners are part of the club yes sir you know when angela yee uh you know, does move on to do her own show way up with Angela Yee, uh, uh, top of the year. Uh-huh. We either gonna have to have a real rumor report, which like real rumors, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? Uh, we gonna have to call what? this something else. What? Because that's a fact that they got ch- sick chicken sandwiches oh, at Wingstop. It's also, not a rumor. But I'm also breaking the news. That's what he said. That's not breaking news. He said it on social media. Well, he didn't break call, nothing. Let's not call it a rumor report then. All right. That I just said that. Didn't I just what say that? Wasn't it? that my what second option? I literally said, hey, either we're going to have to, uh, you know, not call it rumor report or call it something else. Celebrity news. I know I said either we're going to have to have real rumors or call it something else. Because that wasn't a rumor. That was an actual fact. That there's 12 new chicken sandwiches at Wingstop. Okay? Look, I don't do this. You want a, you want a rumor? Yes, I do, actually. Give me something. Go, go to media takeout. Give me something juicy. Drake and LeBron. Come together to purchase a team. Uh, they're taking over the Italian soccer club now. They're with a minority group that's also investing with the New York Yankees, so they will be the owner, minority owner of an, an Italian. What you should have said club. was Drake and LeBron come together to own balls. <laughs> that's what you should have said. Okay, if you're gonna be try to be salacious, just do it. 
Drake and LeBron come together to own balls. Do you own balls with your partner? I, I don't want to play this game with you. I don't, I don't, I don't want to play this game with you. And that is your rumor report, man. What's wrong with you? Why is it me? It is you. What's wrong with your rumors? That aren't rumors. Now uh, There haven't been rumors for years, by the way. <laughs> now, when we come back, we got to tell you about this father that cursed out an entire elementary school bus. I heard about this. The bus. What, what happened? Well, his, I guess I'll find out. His huh? daughter was getting bullied, and we'll explain what happened when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, oh, Angela <clears throat> Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I was listening to that Sarah Jake Roberts rise slay eat again, mm. by the way. All right. Well, you know, Sarah Jakes is going to be at the Mental Wealth Expo on uh, October 8th here in New York City, Times Square. You just got to go to mentalwealthexpo.com to register. It's a free event. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. The last hour I was telling you about Deion Sanders and uh, possibly needing some help in moving his football program around. And the reason why is Jackson, Mississippi and the water. There's no water. They're saying don't drink the water. They're having a hard and difficult time out there. We are hit with a little crisis, the city of Jackson. We don't have water. Water means uh, we don't have air conditioning. We can't use toilets. Uh, We don't have water. Um, Therefore, we don't have ice, which pretty much places a burden on the program. So right now, we're operating in crisis mode. I got to get these kids off campus, the ones that live on campus, the one that lives in the city of Jackson into a hotel and accommodate them. Um, so that they can shower properly and, and take care of their just. And that's, of course, Jackson State University in Jackson, Mississippi. So, well, how do we help Jackson? I saw yesterday that they even ran out of bottled water in Jackson, Mississippi, because so many people trying to get a get bottled water in. How does that happen? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you just run out of a run, run out of water in a, in, a, in a city? Well, we'll have our producers get some information where, if you want, you can donate and possibly send some shipments of water or, or some money to for people to purchase water. We'll get that before the show's over. Now, uh, Southwest, your favorite airline, Charlemagne. That's not true. My favorite airline is JetBlue. Drop on the clues bomb for JetBlue. I am a proud Mosaic member. Don't ever disrespect me and tell me that I'm um, flying on one of Kanye West's kids. All right. Well, I bet you didn't know that maybe one of the passengers on Southwest sent the uh, pilot some nudes. Well, maybe the pilot was having a bad day. He wanted to cheer the pilot up, make sure the pilot you know, got them where they need to be safely. <laughs> well, you can airdrop people news, but don't airdrop the pilot. And the pilot got upset about it. So here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull Crash back this the whole thing. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. Oh, and it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures. Let's get yourself to Cabo. Those nudes must have been terrible. <laughs> I mean, that must have been the most cosmetically challenged looking person that they've ever seen in their life. For him to get that upset over some nudes. We gonna turn this plane around whoa, now. Whoa. Is his wife the co-pilot? <laughs> Was his wife sitting right next to them when right next to him when he got those nudes when he had to play it off? Like Jesus Christ. You sent me those nudes again. We turning this plane around. I'm turning around. this whole plane around, you trash ass body. Whoever you are. Whoever you Lord are. Lord have mercy. Goodness gracious. First, I'm not joking though when you get on a plane man say what's up to the pilot if you can't say what's up to the the person flying you you don't know this person think about what you're trusting this person to fly you tens of thousands of feet in the sky and you don't even know who he is you better say hi yeah and don't send him nudes especially if you're body trash you shut up man whoever you are now a louisville uh kentucky father uh got into it on an elementary school bus like he literally cursed out the whole school bus The incident on the bus happened after a fight between two kids at the school. 
and what it became was chaos. The letter says two people boarded the bus and threatened the students. When the bus driver got them off, they got in a car and followed the bus. And students say they saw those people display a gun. The bus drove back to Carter. Where now let's play the audio of the dad cursing everybody out. That I'm gonna flip the whole bus over. So now, I need a little more context of what happened. Was somebody was bullying his daughter and he came on the bus and started screaming at the kids? Yeah, they're saying the father went on to the uh, Carter Elementary School bus mad because his daughter told him that one of the girls was bullying her. Mm -hmm. They say he instantly began cursing at the little girl, calling her out her name, and threatening to flip the bus over with the kids inside. The children on the bus can be heard crying in fear as the father continued on his rampage. I saw my dear do something like that, but the kids was a little older. They wasn't in elementary school. Well, after all that happened, now the principal is saying the father and daughter don't even the daughter don't even attend the school. <laughs> so, that's what? What the, yeah, that's what the principal is saying. The principal is saying I uh, released a statement saying the actions of the father and daughter claiming that the girl doesn't attend the school. So it was some kids that bullied his daughter, but it's not the school she goes to. But he still went on their bus to check them. That's what the the principal's saying. But the father's not saying that because I guess when he got home, he actually apologized. Apologize to everybody that I offended all the kids and parents. I want to apologize to JCPS. I want to apologize to the school bus driver also, because at the end of the day, I did act out of character. My child was being bullied since last year. School been notified, parent been notified. Nobody's done nothing about it. Then next thing you know, my daughter, she gets jumped on the school bus. Mm. I, look, man, the way my parental paranoia is set up, you know, and I, would, I, I describe parental paranoia as the anxiety you face just being a parent. The way my parental paranoia is set up, I could easily be triggered to act like that. You know what I'm saying? Especially if your daughter comes home and tell you that she just got jumped. I'm not playing by mine, but I'm also not about to traumatize a, a bunch of elementary school kids either. You know, I threaten to beat some parents up. That's what I would have done. I would have calmly just told them kids, leave my daughter alone. I'm going to go beat your daddy up. Now, I will say this. Uh, when Madison and, and Logan were a lot younger and they got into an incident, I might have threatened a kid or two. I, I, I might have. I, I mean, I've, I've parents, changed. Bro, I've I understand. And I've you know evolved what I mean? now. But when I was a younger parent, uh, when I had my first two kids and, and I felt like one of the, those kids were threatening my daughter, I might have threatened them. I think in a situation like that, you go to the parents, threaten to beat the parents up, tell the parents, if your kids don't keep their hands off my kids, I'm going to beat you up. You know what I mean? Or you can just have a calm conversation with the parents and say, hey, man, your kids are doing X, Y, and Z. You need to get a handle on your kids. And then maybe you and that parent check the young kid that's bullying your child together All right, or well, something. Especially getting in. That's not even bullying. She got jumped. Yeah, let's bullying look. is like, I think when it's like, you know, one person messing with you or a couple yeah. people messing with you, she got jumped. Let's, let's call it what it is. That's more than bullying. She got jumped. Let's open up the phone lines and ask what would you do in this situation if your child was being bullied or jumped? What would you do? Now, the reason I, I have to disagree on, on a little bit of what you said, Charlamagne, because I want it to stop right now. What do you I don't, mean? I, I don't, like, when I bring my kids to school, I don't want to say, okay, I got to talk to this kid's parents later on. 
When I get to school, I'm going to tell little Jackie or little whoever, look, if you touch my daughter again, I'm going to Well, it depends when it, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, like, it, depends I, when I it happens. Stop right there no, I'm then. with you. Like if somebody, like, if I you, can't wait to later yeah, on. I wanted to stop now. Yeah, if you picked your child up and your child was like, you know, got in the car crying, it was like, man, they, that person just did X, Y, and Z to me, you probably would in that moment. Right. You know, go handle it. But I, I, want, I want it to stop now. When I bring my kids to school, look, if you touch my little kid, I'm going to beat you. That's why I say I need more context than that. Because, I mean, you know, if you just simply ask me, hey, man, this man's daughter got jumped and he blacked out on the kids, I, I can understand that. 800-585-1051. What would you do if you were in that situation? Maybe a child was getting jumped or beat up. What would you do? Let's and, talk about and it. Salute to Tesla and uh, Figaro. She's on Southwest Airlines right now. She is? Yes, yeah, salute to Tesla. We gotta the do hood better. whisperer. We got to do better for Tez. Tez going to be checking in later, too, to talk about her uh, push the line initiative. Okay. Shout yes. Tez. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about this Louisville, uh, Kentucky father who uh, cursed out an entire elementary school bus because his daughter was reported being bullied. We're asking 800-585-1051, how would you handle it? Here's audio of the dad uh, actually going off in the school bus. Now here's the dad apologizing for the things that he did. Apologize to everybody that I offended, all the kids and parents. I want to apologize to JCPS. I want to apologize to the school bus driver also, because at the end of the day, I did act out of character. My child was being bullied since last year. School been notified, parent been notified. Nobody's done nothing about it. Then next thing you know, my daughter, she gets jumped on the school bus. So we're asking 800-585-1051, how would you handle that situation? Um, I've handled the situation uh, not as bad as the father, but I've been there before. Um, especially when, when Madison first started uh, school and Logan first started school. Uh, I felt like they were getting bullied and picked on. And I felt like the teachers weren't doing anything or weren't doing enough at the time. So, you know, when I picked her up, I seen a little girl and a little boy that was... Uh, I felt like bullying my daughter, and I told him a thing or two. And I told him, if you touch my daughter again, I'm going to beat your ass. How old was the little boy? Huh? How old was the little boy? Uh, They were in, I believe, probably first grade. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, man, I'm not mad at it. You know, that's our kids. When it comes to our kids, there's nothing to talk about. You know, and anyone who doesn't understand that doesn't have kids. You know, Mm -hmm. dude said he spoke to the school. They did nothing. You know, from what I've seen, the daughter came home. She had a lump on her head. She said she got jumped. That's the final straw. I'm trying to figure out what parent, you know, is going to be thinking logically in that moment. Like, I'm not above talking sternly to some churn. You know what I mean? And I'm definitely going to threaten to beat somebody's parents up. I actually would like to check the father first, but I love to threaten to, I love to, threaten to beat somebody's daddy up. You know that little boy, Ryan, that play with them toys on TV? Mm-hmm. I tell my seven-year-old all the time I'm going to beat his daddy up. Why are you going to beat his daddy up? I don't, just because they're annoying. Like, like I'm tired of seeing them on my damn TV. You know, I, you know, we regulate the TV time, of course, but when they watch television, that's what they be wanting to watch. 
YouTube and watch Ryan on YouTube, and I just want to beat his daddy up. I don't know why. I just be saying that for no reason. Goodness gracious. I don't know. But I would. I definitely would threaten to beat somebody that. I would rather check the parent, though, especially depending on what kind of community it is, what kind of town it is. Like, you go to the parents. If the school ain't doing nothing about it, you go to the parents and be like, yo, man, you better tell your kids, keep your hands off my child, or I'm going to whip your ass. You know what I mean? Or better yet, I'm going to send my kid to school with this this weapon, this bat or something, this bat. and they're going to go upside your child's head. I'm serious. But, you know, also, too, that's that's why I also put my kids in, you know, Self-defense class? Uh, boxing. And, um, yeah, that's why they train. I'm not mad at that. They daddy is a tie ball hole. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> What's wrong so with you, man? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Shree. Cherie, good morning. What what would you do if, if you were in a similar situation? Um, I definitely think it could have been handled maybe between their parents and y'all said they they didn't even go to the school, so I don't know about the school, but definitely between their parents, maybe wait at the bus stop ordeal. Cause I'm gonna need I'm gonna definitely need to have an interaction with the parents, but I don't think that was handled that was not handled good at all. Yeah, okay. I see both sides. I mean, you know, it's the fact that they're elementary school kids and it doesn't seem like he knew who actually did it. You know what I mean? So he just yelling at a whole bus. So you traumatize a whole bus. And now you got other parents mad at you because if my kids come home and say, man, this dude came out here and cursed all of us out. That's a big now problem. you got to see all the parents. But So that's why you got to measure twice to cut once. I need to know exactly who kid I'm talking to or I need to know exactly what parent I need to check. But I uh, see a lot of these people that's calling, their kids are the bullies. They just don't know their kids are the bullies. Yeah. They, they didn't see they didn't see you argue with your girl at the crib or argue with your hubby at the crib. Yeah. And your kids is the bully. Your kids is the problem. Yeah. Bully ass kids. Bully ass kids. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. How are you guys? Hey, what's this your name? Hey D, what's your thoughts, D? D? Listen, you have to leave people kids alone. Listen, nothing made me more proud than walking around with my head held high last year for being banned off my kids' school property for running up on one of the chicks <laughs> trying to uh, fight my daughter. You gotta leave people's kids alone. My kids are not bullies. I don't tolerate bullying. My kids are not going to start anything. Leave people's kids alone. I have no problems blacking out. How old? How old was the little girl you ran up on? Um, she was 14. It was a group of Spanish children trying to jump my daughter, and my daughter doesn't even bother anybody. Why you got to put Spanish so, children out? She let she letting us know what the time listen, it was. It was a. I'm just listen. I'm just telling you what it was. That's who it was. So you ran. What'd you say? You ran down on them and say, "Vamanos, stay away from my children." It's Vamanos, man. Listen, I am proud. I will black out at any given time about my children. Leave people, kids alone. People have to talk to their kids because you know it gets serious. There are um, there are kids that are committing suicide behind bullying. This is serious. And before I let one of mine go out like that, I'm about to beat some ass. I'm with you. Kids. I'm not mad at you. I'm with you. Listen, I don't want the parents. Uh, I heard uh, Charlemagne said that uh, he'll run up on the parents. Or listen, I want the children. Yeah, what's wrong with you? No, you gotta threaten to beat the you gotta threaten to beat the mom up in a situation like that too. You gotta both I you gotta threaten both of them. Yo, what's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> D, what is wrong? Where you from, D? I'm from Miami. Oh, Lord. Oh, the craziest Lord. people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. See what I'm talking about? Oh, that's right. And we proud of that, too. <laughs> all right, D. Goodness gracious. I'm not mad at it. Listen, I'm not... You can't beat up the kids. I ain't say beat up the kids. She said she che said. she said she checked the kids. She said she want the kids. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm not mad at any of it. You know what I mean? Because once again, you're talking about our churn, bro. 
right, well, if you just joined us, we were talking about a Louisville, Kentucky father cursed out an entire elementary school bus because uh, he thought his daughter was getting bullied and picked on, and he cursed him out. He said he's going to flip the bus over, and it is what it is. Uh, he later apologized for it, but we're, we're asking, what would you do in that situation? 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that, voila, voila, cry me a river, ah. 
Y'all hear that? Wait, to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we got a whole album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers. You probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you, to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift, what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer. Because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together we'll find it. It's gonna be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I know it now. I know it now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about a Louisville, Kentucky father who uh, cursed out a whole school bus because uh, he thought his daughter was getting bullied and picked on. Let's hear the audio. Now he later apologized for for his for his actions. Apologize to everybody that I offended, all the kids and parents. I want to apologize to JCPS. I want to apologize to the school bus driver also because at the end of the day, I did act out of character. My child was being bullied since last year. School been notified, parent been notified. Nobody's done nothing about it. Then next thing you know, my daughter, she gets jumped on the school bus. But now we're asking 800-585-1051. What would you do in that situation? Mm. Hello, who's this? Just love me from the Bronx, living hard for CT now. What's up, MD? What up, the God? Peace, King. What's up, lovey? What would you do in that situation, lovey? Being a single father, I've been put in this predicament. So I, I have... Like, this dude, like, I have empathy for King. Respectfully, I have empathy for him, but I don't respect what he did. Because as a as a single father, as my son was on that bus, you got smoke with me, too. So yeah. it's just, it's the way we go about it. It's just, because I, when I was putting that predicament, I did exactly what Charlamagne the God said. Like, I'm going, like, yo, I'm running down on her parents. So I ran down on her parents, like, yo, where your mom, where your father, boom, boom, boom. I, I come, I pull up in a, in a radio station, I'm like, bro, this lovey, yeah, you know me. We're not doing this. <laughs> yeah. no, we're not doing this, bro. I feel you. I, I don't care. Like, I, I will lose all of mine. I will put everything because our first job, you got to realize King's instinct kicked in. Our first job as a man 
is a protector. That's protect right. Protect and provide. Protect and provide. And to provide, right? So so our, our instincts kick in. And like 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 you said, if you, I might have um you know, I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna curse no kids out, but I'm gonna tell you, like, bro, how I have the whole borough at your step. Like, we not, you know what I mean? You can't we, threaten we, a five-year-old with the whole like, Bronx at the-, <laughs> the whole South Bronx. But it, but we yeah. gotta be mindful because our kids watch our actions too. Now, love you. I ain't so, gonna lie. I'd probably be more scared if you said you had a whole South Bronx coming to my stoop than you saying you're gonna flip the bus over. I ain't messing with South Bronx. I just want y'all to hear how the Bronx and Florida would respond to this situation. D D wanted the kids. Love you want to bring the whole borough of the Bronx to the person's stoop. Lord, have mercy. Hello, who's this? It's Samar from Newark. What's good? What's good? Top of the morning, fellas. Samar from Newark. Peace, King. Oh, boy. So, all right, what, what, what you doing, Samar? Down, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm at work. Now, I'm talking about the kids, man. I'm talking about that situation. Oh, I'm using that situation, Samar. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, it happened to my daughter. You know what I'm saying? I went to the school and to him straight up. Here's what it is, man. You went to the school and told who what it is? Who, the kids or the faculty? Yeah, the kids. What'd okay. you tell the kids? You got to answer with me, you feel me? Straight up. How, how old was the kid? Six? My daughter, she, she, she was 14 now, but she was 13 at the time, last year. Okay. All right, thank you. You mess with my, you mess with my age. You got, you got to see me. I'm not mad at any see, of you it. You see this trend, right? You see Miami, you see the South Bronx, you see North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's go to one more. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Ashley. Where you for, calling from? I'm calling from Sumter, South Carolina. Hey, 803, what's happening? Now, what would you do in this situation, Mama? In this situation, I would get on that bus. I would confront every child that jumped my child and hope for them to go get their parents to come to me. <laughs> Goodness. Well, you got to tell the kids. You got to say, and tell your parents I'm looking for them, okay? Yes. Tell your punk-ass exactly. parents I'm looking for them. Oh, yeah. Because they raised a bunch of little punks, bullies. Whatever happened to going through something in your life, there's maybe some there's some issues at home that we need to discuss. Whatever happened to that? Why y'all going to violence? I didn't say violence. Listen, here's the thing. When when, when your kid gets jumped. I got a ride for mine. Yes, your kid got jumped, bro. Your kid got jumped. After we even the score, then we can talk about it. After we even the score, we can bring it back down to a level of peaceful resolution. Okay. The moral of the story is, man, leave people's churn alone. Okay, you messing with someone's kids, no telling how they going to react. But that's why I wouldn't have cursed the kids out on the bus. But I would tell the kids sternly, leave my, my children alone. And when I see the parents, I'm definitely pressing the parents. And the reason I wouldn't have cursed the kids out on the bus, because now I'm just as bad as, you know, the, the kids that, the kids that, that, that yeah. Because I don't want nobody messing with my kids, so now I'm going to traumatize somebody else's kids. But I will let them kids know, don't you put your hands on my 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 uh my churn and tell your punk-ass daddy I'm looking for him. And when I catch your daddy, I'm going to beat him up. That's what you do. You make it all the smoke for the parents. So now that kid got to go home and, you know, deliver that message to daddy. And the daddy come back around and daddy look like Debo. He a, like, 6'6", six, six, uh, ex-football That's player. That's right. Or ex-marine. No, we get them taken out. <laughs> taken out. And here's the thing: when you beat up somebody's parent, right? Mm-hmm. Not a parent really mad at home with a black eye, telling their parent, "Leave them people kids alone." <laughs> remember, remember on Friday when Red Daddy said, "You daddy are bothering this man about your bike? Leave that man alone." <laughs> Leave that man alone. He stole your bike. Leave That's that man right. Alone. That's right. That's right. Oh my goodness! All right. Well, that when we come back, we got your rumor report. We got to talk about Vivica Fox. Uh, she has some choice words for Nick Cannon. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The rumor report. Guys. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. 
Now, Alicia Keys was performing. Uh, she was out in Vancouver, and while she was performing New York, while she was walking by, a fan grabbed Alicia Keys' face and kissed her on the cheek on, as man. she moved through the crowd. Come on, man. I know they say COVID is gone, but stop. Monkey pox. Monkey pox. Yeah, man. What you, that, that, by the way, that's assault. That was pure D assault. That woman should have been arrested. Okay? Immediately. Security should have tackled her. Absolutely. Snatched her right on up. I I actually thought to myself, Alicia Keys should fire her security. Because that woman not only got that close, close, she was able to grab her and bring her in for a kiss on the cheek. Man, she needs to be punished to the fullest extent of the law. Absolutely. Well... In other news, Tyrese uh, is now officially single. He was in court yesterday, and he was in divorce court with his uh, with his estranged wife, Samantha Gibson. Uh, and they wrapped up a lot. You know, at first, I think he was paying like $2,000 a month. Now he's paying $10,690 a month in child support. Of course, the judge had something to say. Uh, the judge wasn't really feeling Tyrese, it seemed like it. Yeah, very impressionable young human being who right now looks up to both of you. Mr. Gibson, man, I'm talking to you. This is real, okay? I'm talking about your kid. You're wandering off into space, man. I want you both to love your kid, and I want you both to tell your kid to love the other parent. Because that's how we get successful human beings who then, when they go in out into relationships, they learn that relationships, even when they don't work, don't have to be dumpster fires. Okay? And I'm not saying this one is. I want you guys to do your jobs going forward and raise a bright, intelligent, young, loving human being. If you do one thing for this world, please do that. Yeah, what the judge said was absolutely positively right. But I know Tyrese loves his daughter. He's going to do what's right to make sure his daughter's okay. Now, Vivica Fox, she had some choice words for Nick Cannon. They were talking about the amount of kids Nick Cannon has. I just, I don't like it. I, I mean, you know, y'all can be like, well, he got money to set in the third, but foundation of black families, especially a strong father figure is needed. This isn't a good representation of it, in my opinion. He has an empire. So do you have time for all these kids? You know, children deserve a father figure, especially young boys. They need positive fa- father figures, especially African-American because they black. I've seen so many people that in the past have dated like athletes and gotten child support. What if he gets hurt? Things happen. Yeah, I wish we get out of the, well, he has the money because it's way more than money. Well, there's there's, there's a lot to that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't sit here and say Nick wouldn't be a strong father figure. I mean, he's clearly, a, you know, an inspirational person. So I'm sure all of those kids will look up to him, you know, in, in, in various ways. I just think it's about the time. Right. Like mm-hmm. you one man, you got 10 different kids from different women. You know, you can't give them the time that they need. Yeah. And I, I get what Vivica Fox is saying. But, you know, the time is everything. And having a lot of children will be difficult to be a father. I mean, I have six and they all live in my crib and it's difficult. Like I said this morning, I had to take my son at three o'clock in the morning to catch a plane to go to Arizona and play football. Last night I had a, a date with my daughter. The, you know, the other day with the baby who's 10 months old, we have a, a routine where we walk the dog together. So it spends that quality time. It's difficult. And they all live in my house. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And especially when they're all different ages, when they're all different ages, you know, it's, 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 it's difficult as well. But I mean, listen, I don't, I, I, Nick is a smart guy, mm-hmm. very wise, wise man. And I'm sure he's doing uh, the best he can as a father. We not Nick ain't no deadbeat that we know. No, it's not a bad deed. He ain't the first person to have ten kids. Eddie Murphy got ten kids. That's true too. 
And I, I mean, I haven't heard no problems from Eddie and his children. I, well, you know what? Because I think Eddie doesn't necessarily showcase it. He doesn't take pictures. Oh, we don't, we don't you, necessarily you, you. know. We don't hear about it as much, but yeah. it feels like every other month Nick has a baby shower, a new baby on the it way. It does seem like every other <laughs> so month. So people and, talk about it, and they talk about, you know, like they said, the family aspect of it, and it's hard to have a family aspect of it when there's so many, I would, I, I would yeah. assume. I think that's what she was attempting to say when it comes to time. You know what I mean? Kids need time. You have to micromanage your kids, and that's hard to do when there's 10 kids you know, all over the place. But to say that he's not a strong father figure, I, I disagree with that. Yeah, like even my, my daughter London, who's nine years old, every time I come home, she asks me, why do I have to go to work? Like, why are you at work? Why are you not here with me all day long? I got to take care of you and your five <laughs> other siblings. What are you talking about? But they don't understand that. They just want the time. They That's want right. to see daddy. They want to go to the park. They want to do all these other things. So you try to give them as much time as possible, mm -hmm. but still you want to provide and it's about make the sure they have a future. Yeah. Make sure they, you know, you create general generational wealth for them. No, Get me wrong, the money, you know, it's great. You got to have the money to take care of the kids, but there's nothing like time spent with your children. And that's very hard to do, even when you got multiple kids in the house. Correct. And, you know, you work a crazy, busy schedule and have mm -hmm. the crazy, busy lives that we have, but it's, you know, even more harder when you got 10 kids all over the place. Yeah, because I ain't going to lie. This morning at 3 o'clock, I almost told Logan to take an Uber. <laughs> I ain't going to front. How old is Logan now? Logan's 19. Logan, 19? Yes. And he's still in high school? Well, he'll be 19 in December, I should say. Huh? He'll be 19 in December. Shouldn't he be? I thought you graduated at like 17, 18. Well, if he has a uh, December, you think you're slick. You're holding that boy back so he can dominate in sports. Nah, I know nah, what the nah. hell going on. That's yeah. why he looks so damn big. I, I thought he looked bigger than all them damn churn. <laughs> I knew Logan. Hold on. How old is Logan? Let me see. There ain't no way Logan about to be no 19 in December, man. How? He in high school. How old is He'll be a senior, right? He's, no, he's a senior now. Well, next week when school start. Yeah, he'll be a senior. Boy, this man got to call his his this man got to call his son on the radio to find nah, out nah, how old Logan's his child is. Logan's in the air. That's how you this this is what we talking about. Babe. Hey baby, how old is Logan? <laughs> he's he's about to be 19 though, right in December. Okay, thank you, baby. All right, bye. Man. Yeah, Logan's about to be they holding Logan that's what I back. Sure. They holding Logan back no. so he can dominate his no, senior when, Yeah, man. No. I seen this movie before. Uh, man. No, but when his when his birthday is after a certain month, mm -hmm. he start school later. And his birthday okay. is December twenty eighth. So he's he came in the year after instead of the year before. Same yeah. thing with Jackson. The moral of the story is it's time for you to let him off the titty, man. He, <laughs> that man can catch a hoop. That man, 21 years old in high school, man. <laughs> he, should, he should be driving his own car at this point. He? he does have his own car, but he didn't want to leave it at the airport. So I drove him this morning because no, I wanted to no, spend that time that, with him this that, that old man you got living with you can catch a hoop <laughs> to the airport. You should have you should have let him get... I'd have still been in bed at 3 o'clock, man. Nah, okay? spend the time with my son. Right, who are you giving your donkey to, man? That's your brother. <laughs> <laughs> your son? What you talking about? That's your little brother. Uh, four That's after the mean. hour, we need a... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know this person's name. He's a Lion King cast member from South Africa who told Meghan Markle that her marriage into the British royal family spurred a celebration like when Mandela was free. Oh, We'll talk about it four after the hour. All right, we'll yeah. get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Focus Features presenting Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, a comedy about a mega church pastor and his wife who will do whatever it takes to save their congregation. In theaters and streaming on Peacock Friday. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey, other Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. 
donkey of the day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. It's a breakfast club, bitch. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, my good brother Ed Sheeran, donkey of the day for Wednesday, August 31st, goes to this Lion King cast member from South Africa. <laughs> who told Meghan Markle that her marriage into the British royal family spurred a celebration on par with that of Mandela's freedom. <laughs> yes, that Nelson Mandela, the first president of South Africa, the country's first black head of state, a man who spent 27 years in prison because of his activism. Okay, a culture-shifting freedom fighter who on February 11th, 1990, was released from prison. And I was like 11 or 12 years old at the time. And that release was so big, the whole world knew about it. Do you know how big something had to be in the 1900s for the whole world to know about it at one time, especially with no social media? Well, let's get back to the matter at hand. Meghan Markle is on the cover of uh, The Cut magazine. And in the cover story, she is quoted as having been told by a Lion King cast member from South Africa that her marriage into the British royal family spurred a celebration on par with that of Mandela's freedom. Something in my soul is telling me this Lion King cast member was playing one of the three, three hyenas. Okay, probably Ed. All right. Ed was the one that was uh, was pretty Riri, right? Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, don't get mad at me. That's what he was referred as. Mm-hmm. Ed, the retarded hyena. Okay, whoever told Meghan Markle, <laughs> whoever told Meghan Markle, this had to be typecasted because nigga, please. All right, now, I don't mean to be all in South African business. You know I love South Africa. Dropping the clues bombs for South Africa. I do wish Trevor Noah was on tonight, but he's uh, off until next week. The reason I know this is because my late night talk show, Hell of a Week, comes on after The Daily Show on Thursday nights, 11.30 p.m. Shameless plug on Comedy Central. But I wish he was on tonight to bring more light to this situation and put this in proper context because he is, you know, South African. And let's be clear, this is an absolutely ridiculous statement. All right. Meghan Markle said that the Lion King cast member looked at her. Uh, Let me quote her exactly. Uh, She says he looked at me and he's just like light. He said, I just need you to know when you married into this family, we rejoiced in the streets the same way we did when Mandela was freed from prison. End quote. Uh, I need my South African people to confirm this for me because I think he's lying. And this seems like one of those times when a person is like, really groupied out over meeting someone and they can't think of anything else to say so they lather their lips with the finest of vaseline to make sure they're extra moist because the kiss they about to put on this person's ass is going to be special and this is what this was this is textbook ass kissing all right it's disrespectful okay to who Nelson Mandela was and what he stood for. Nelson Mandela went to prison for fighting against apartheid. He was so powerful that the then president of the country had to release him because of the pressure he was feeling domestically and internationally. And there was fears of a racial civil war. Nelson Mandela came home and then became president a few years later. God bless Meghan Markle. But anyone who remotely thinks her marrying into the British royal family is anywhere near the level of Nelson Mandela coming home from 27 years in prison and becoming president is on dope or dog food. Okay, now to Megan's credit, she said she knows she's no Mandela. And it's clear that the comparison itself is said to have been made by someone else, not Megan herself. I personally wouldn't even have repeated this rubbish. All right, that's one of those things that if it was said, you got to correct the cast member of the Lion King on the spot and let them know it's not comparable in any way, shape or form. And then you tuck that. You know what I mean? That's not something to be repeated in a magazine. 
Okay, Nelson Mandela came out of prison after 27 years and became president. Meghan Markle married into power. They walked away from that power, but she became a podcaster. Okay, a very well-paid podcaster, and podcasting is great, but president of a whole nation? Come on, man. A man who fought against apartheid and was actually in prison for it for 27 years? Mandela? <laughs> who fought against apartheid? Who fought against white supremacy? I said fought against white supremacy. Meghan Markle married in to a family of white supremacists, which is why they stepped away from the royal family. They are not the same. Okay, now Nelson Mandela's grandson, whose name I won't even attempt to pronounce, had something to say about this false equivalency. Uh, let's go to the Today Show Australia to hear what Nelson Mandela's grandson had to say. Well, Meghan Markle has come under fire this morning. The grandson of Nelson Mandela slamming the royal for comparing herself to the anti-apartheid hero. Yeah. Entertainment reporter Sam Rubin joins us now in Hollywood. Sam, what has Nelson Mandela's grandson had to say? This was an extraordinary statement from Meghan Markle. We talked about it, how it felt very, very immodest and a very unusual thing to say. Mm. Well, now a blood relative of Nelson Mandela's says the same thing, saying it is not equitable. It is not equitable to compare 360 years of slavery, followed by 60 years of brutal, brutal apartheid with uh, Meghan Markle marrying into the royal family. So his phrase is, uh, you know, literally direct quote, it's, it's not equal. It's not equatable. And I think he and others have taken offense uh, to the remark. I mean, that's an understatement. I mean, he's just way more eloquent than me. It's not equitable. It's not equal. Because my country ass is like, this is some BS. Okay. Is Megan just promoting the podcast? Is this what this is? This promotion for a podcast? I, 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 don't, I don't even know why this was repeated. This is why comparison is the thief of joy. Because Meghan Markle should be celebrating her cover of Cut Magazine, celebrating her podcast. But since she decided to repeat what the retarded hyena Ed from Lion King told her, now she's catching backlash. Well, the beauty of this is it's a teachable moment for anyone who doesn't know any better. OK, this is a great day to go research the great Nelson Mandela. OK, educate yourself, because as Nelson Mandela said, education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. Please give this Lion King cast member who I believe is playing the retarded hyena, Ed, uh, let Remy Ma give her or him the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker, are you dumb? Now, can I say retarded in reference to a hyena? Because that is what he's referenced as, the retarded hyena. I rock with Ed. you. Ed, <clears throat> you think hyenas will be outside protesting later? Maybe. Okay, okay. <laughs> you gotta love me really up to next be ask c and e 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice you can call us right now again the number is 800-585-1051 ask c and e i've been married 21 years with my wife 27 Charlemagne, how long you been up <laughs> how long you been married Charlemagne? i've been uh i've been married since uh 2004 14 years, actually damn it. actually what's 2014 to 22 because i have an anniversary coming up september 6th oh is our wedding anniversary 14, i've been with my 15, wife for 16, 24 17, years 18 19 22 1, 22 eight years yeah i've been with my wife 24 years married for eight it'll be eight actually on september 6th all coming right. up so we'll guide yes. you with all your relationship issues all right call us I, up now yes it's the breakfast club <laughs> good morning the breakfast club it's time to ask c and e Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. 
It's time for Ask C and E. If you need relationship advice, we are here. Hello, who's this? Morning, morning. Uh, this is Ant-Man. Ant-Man, hey, what's Ant up? Man. I enjoy you on Avengers. What's your, what's your question for C and E? <laughs> no, I mean, I, yeah, my question is, uh, yeah, I'm dealing with some uh, relationship problems. You know what I mean? I got a, uh, a toxic, you know what I mean, girlfriend, shall I say. And uh, I, we booked a trip for her birthday to go to Jamaica. And everything's, you know I mean, booked in my name. I booked the flight, everything. And we just got into this huge argument. She's now telling me that she don't want me to go. And, you know, if I'm going to go, then she's not going to go. So you think I should just go ahead and just let her do her and just, like, break this whole thing off? Or, How long y'all been I mean? together? Just, How long y'all been together, bro? Bro, six years. Six years. And what's the argument about? Be honest, it was it was petty, bro. Honestly, I think the liquor got the best of her, and you know what I mean. It was, it, it's just it's pettiness, bro. What was the pettiness? You got to tell me what the argument was about. Was she flirting? Were you flirting? There was something in your phone, or was it just a, a argument? What was on TV? I, okay, honestly, bro. Like, so check this out. We went out to lunch. I took her out to lunch, and you know we were sitting there talking about Jamaica, blazy blazy. You know, and um, I'm literally, like, in my phone. She was, you know, looking up stuff in her phone. And, you know, I just said, mm-mm-mm. You know, because I was looking at the CDC <laughs> guidelines. <or> <laughs> no, I was looking at the CDC guidelines or whatever because, you know, because I don't I don't have the shot. So I'm thinking, like, okay, well, I may need, I may need the shot to get inside this country. So, you know, two minutes go down the line, and then she does the same thing I do. She's like, mm-mm-mm. So I, I, you know, I asked her, you know, like, what's up? You know, what's going on with you? And she was like, oh, well, you know, there's nothing. You know, it, it, you you probably would uh, get mad or upset or whatever, blah, blah, So I'm like, you know, like, talk to me. What's going on? Like, what would you do that for? And then she was like, nothing. It's probably going to turn into an argument. Bro, y'all know you're so, arguing over mm-mm-mm's. You know, I thought you were about to tell. I thought you was telling me you saw a girl on Instagram and, and it made said, you go, mm-mm-mm. That's mm-mm. what she probably thought. You, you get what I'm saying? Petty. Pettiness. So, so we, I think you're lying, bro. Bro, I, I kid you not, man. I don't have nothing to lie about, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm taking her out to lunch. We saying we we well, conversating about the trip. Bro, mm-hmm. now, now you let ego get involved. Like, y'all really about to break it off for of, mm-mm-mm. And if it was nothing... No, no, no. That's not why we about to break it off, bro. It, 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 got, it got more serious. Oh, what happened that. now? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it got serious after that. Basically, after that, you know what I mean? It, it, it turned into... You know what I mean? Uh, argument on the way home. You know what I mean? She was telling me how like she should have just went on about her day. You know, she should never just went out to lunch with me. And I was extraness. You know, she basically copped an attitude out of nowhere. And I'm thinking to myself like, okay, so what I, the hell did I do? You how know, long? How long you say y'all been together? Six years. Six years, bro. And she over you already, bro. Like she she no, she I mean, she pretended to be mad at you just so she don't get a free trip to Jamaica. Damn, she don't like you no, no more, King. Nah, it, it ain't even that. It, it's not even about the free trip to Jamaica. You get what I'm saying? Okay, but you're ignoring the part why I said she don't like you no more. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm not. You know, it's, it's crazy because you know she she does tell me that she don't you know that she don't that she want to break it off with me and stuff like that. You oh my God, so what she, is wrong with nah. you, bro? Do I have to get a sign? Do I have to get a plane? Bro, she's been nah, telling you bro. she wants to break it off with you. You tried to get the trip to Jamaica to try to keep, but she really don't want to be with you. It's to the point where mm, 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 put her into it's a place over. Where she, she don't, don't like you. you. Man, we, remember we had. Gary Owens up here? Well, no, Gary was on Brilliant Idiot's podcast, and he said, you know it's over when the smallest things bother you, like the way somebody chews. I think he, he did the same thing. Gary said, mm-mm-mm, and his wife got upset with him. I don't know about that one. Uh, d- something. Either way, she, she don't like you <laughs> bro, no more, bro. She don't want to be with you no more. The smallest things did yeah, it. it. 
you might as well cancel the trip or or, or take you, take the boys to the trip. Boy. This is what you do. Pray uh, to God to give lot. you a sign. Is it over? And I'm going to send your wife money for a billboard that says it's over. Yo. Okay? <laughs> hey, yo, be safe, y'all. Nah, but, but, but honestly, bro, if... if I'm being honest. If <laughs> you put it to this situation, she wanted and, and it to be over, bro. You, and it's not even about that. I mean, it, it's things that we're... You know what I mean? It's like we have our days where it could be like just... I, I could come home... Bruh, and bruh. Like the bruh, bruh. You get what I'm saying? Bruh, it's over, bruh. You know nah, check this out, bro. Like, no, no bulls. Like literally, like last week, like not I mean, you want me to tell you that you still got a chance. You want me to tell you that you still got a chance, and this situation is still salvageable. Bro, she already told you, you she don't want to be with you. Right, Charlemagne, Charlemagne, check this out. Like you come home, like literally, just just a few days prior, right? You come home and you have candles lit up, you have notes written all around the house saying, "Oh, come in, I got a hot meal ready for you. Come in, take a shower." You know what I mean? She got everything laid out for you. Everything, the whole nine, and then she just switched, just like that, bro. No, it's it's, it's, he- it's, it's mental health, bro. Is what it is. Oh <laughs> my god! Oh my god! <laughs> See, this is what I was saying. You just can't blame everything on mental health. She don't like goodbye. That's what I'm saying. Everything is not mental health. That's what I was saying, bro. She don't like you. She man, tried to give up, it a shot, and it did not work. <laughs> now that was wild. See. See, that's Mm-mm-mm. what I'm talking about. Hey, hey. What? Mm-mm. See? 5 Ask C&E. You need relationship advice or any type of advice, call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was wild. It's time to ask C&E. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask C&E. And I just want to say that the guy who called uh, last hour, you know, he just needed to deal with the reality that his woman doesn't want to be with him anymore. Like, you can't diagnose her with mental health issues just because she's told you but repeatedly she don't want to be with you no people more. people just use mental health as an excuse. Well, that's him using that as right. an excuse for her. Right. That's silly. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We have Nate on the line. Nate, good morning. Good morning. What's going on, DJ Envy Charlemagne? What's going on, King? What's Peace, up, King? Bro? Ask C&E. What's your question? Yeah, listen, man. What you do when you got two wives that you've been with? Ten years together, been with one for 25 and one for 17. But they're still in competition. Huh. What he said? He has two wives, so he's been married twice. He's been married to one for twenty five nah, years. Nah, nah, but you know, you know the big, you know, common common law marriage, seven years, right? What? Common law marriage is seven years. Oh yeah, okay, okay. So you've been married to one for no. twenty five and the other one seven. Nah, I, I ain't married to neither one of them because I can't get married unless I change my religion. So wait, wait they so both. What I'm saying is, but that's my wife. Oh, they both live in the house with you. Same house. Okay. Got one got, I just had a baby with one four years ago. The other one, we trying to have a baby for the past four years, but we can't. But they always in the competition talking about, you don't love me, you only love her. Well, that's good. I mean, you should want them to constantly be in competition with each other. Keep them on their toes. You Bro, know what I mean? Bro, two wives at the house. You win, you win either way. Like, they, you oh, know. I'm feeling you, big dog. I'm feeling you, big dog. Talk that talk. I, think I don't you, see I think what's the problem. Get hurt. I think what's going to happen is you, you put them in competition with each other. This man, hate. no, is, this man hating you. on you. Envy hating on you, nope. bro, bro. Nope. No, I'm not putting them in competition. I'm just like, you chose what you chose. If it ain't for you, don't do it. But everybody bought up, though. I don't see nothing wrong with the competition. I think a little friendly competition is fine. Okay? <laughs> All right? Bro, let me ask you a question. How, how old are you, bro? Yo, you still get an age 44. 44. So let me ask you a question. You still got enough energy and time for two for two wives? Well, I mean, big dog, when you, when you, when you commit, you all in. If they choose, you know, I had to put it to you. 
I put it to you like this. They say, let her make a choice, right? So if you tell them and they know what it is, and then all you do is bring them together, now you, you kind of lose your power because now they feel each other, but then come back to you talking about what one do versus the other. So let me ask a question. Do they sleep with each other? Man, I don't know what nobody do. I just do what I do, big dog. <laughs> what? I'm saying, you don't know if the women sleep with each other in the house? Like, y'all have threesomes? I'm saying, but that, that, that doesn't really, like, I put it to you like this. You know, nah, see, it's a way to fake it and a way to make it. I mean, listen, if you're faking it to make it, it ain't gonna last. Confusing Man, don't talk to me like you, no pimp. I ain't one of your wives, <laughs> man. Just tell, just tell me the truth. Do they sleep with each other or not? <laughs> I don't know, big dog. I don't know. Uh, they, yeah. All right, they have. They okay, have. Viagra, okay. Levitra, Blue Chews, or gas station. At 44? None of that, big dose, none of that. Just a little push-up. Get that blood flowing, that's all. Listen, here's the thing. Um, competition is very good, as long as it's healthy. It's what makes one person strive to be better. So I don't see the problem with a little healthy competi- competition in the household, sir. When, I, when, I, when does it stop, though? When they can't get comfortable? Do they ever gonna get you comfortable? You should never let know. them get comfortable. He ain't got two wives. I don't I have two wives. two wives, bro. You, you, go, you setting yourself up. You got one no, having not. pregnant, the yeah. other one having a baby. You setting yourself up, bro. Don't listen to him, okay? I, I set myself up, but I made my choice, so I sleep with it. Don't, I just want them to sleep with it. You don't let right. them get comfortable, King. Up. You do your thing, Ken. You keep doing your thing until you can't do your thing no more. And when you can't do your thing no more, you call us and let us know about it, okay? I can't wait till you got to take your kid to elementary school on the first day of school. And you got two mamas and one daddy and two kids. And you're going to be the envy of all the daddies. No, no, no. What I'm saying to you, I got a grown son. I waited. So, boom, we was rocking. I waited until my son went to college to make another baby. So once I made a baby with one, I got to get the other one a baby for 17 joints. She's going to be like, yo, where's mine's at? I don't know what you're talking I'm about. Confused, but bro. I do know that competition is uh, good as long as it's healthy. Keep the competitiveness up between your two uh, sister wives. Is that what they call? I think so. Something like that. All right, ask C&E, 800-585-1051. Now, when we come back, we got to talk Kanye West. He said Gap had a meeting without me, and we'll talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor. Now, it seems like Trilla is facing more legal troubles after Sony Music uh, has filed a lawsuit against the company over millions in alleged missed payments. We told you about a week ago that uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland claimed that they didn't get their money. They said they got the, the first round of money, but the second round of money didn't come in. And now Sony is allegedly saying the same thing. Sony set up multiple requests to Trilla to pay its outstanding balance but receive near total radio silence. That it's, means they ain't got the money. <clears throat> well, that's that's clear. Mm-hmm. That is clear. I, and I guess, you know, you know, Chiller works off of people subscribing and paying for the services, but I really don't know too many people that pay for Trilla. Do you? You have a subscription mm-hmm. with Chiller? No, I do not have a subscription with Trilla. No, I don't either. And I know when they tried to do the whole... You know, versus where you had to pay for it, it didn't work out too well. Well, because they had verses that I didn't necessarily want to see. You know what I mean? I would have there's certain verses I would have paid for, uh, you know, over the course of verses. But the ones that were on Triller, no, I would have paid for Jill Scott and Erica Badu. I would have mm-hmm. paid for Brandy and Monica. I definitely would have paid for Gucci Man and Jeezy, a hundred percent. I would have paid for the Locks and Dipset. Yep. You know. Yep, now, um, Stephen A. Smith, he says uh, he's down to run for president. He asked me that question, and I said, if the American people wanted me to run for the presidency of the United States of America, 
I was strongly considering, <clears throat> and damn it, I mean it. I mean, and listen, listen, it, 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 it ain't that big of a standard. I mean, let's call it what it is. I think I got a shot. I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know if people will vote for me, but if they convinced me that they wanted me to do it, I was strongly considerate. It's not much of a standard. <laughs> this is why I say Donald Trump is more influential than Barack Obama. Because Donald Trump made a bunch of people feel like they could be president with absolutely no qualifications. President Barack True. Obama went to Columbia. He went to law school at Harvard. He worked in the Senate. Trump had none of those qualifications. He was the executive producer of Celebrity Apprentice, and he became president. Okay, watching him made a whole host of people feel like they could be president with no qualifications. That's influence. Mm -hmm. But we don't need any more celebrity in chiefs. Can we stop, please? All right. Now, also, we uh, made that mistake already. The gap is said to be holding a meeting without Kanye West. Now, Kanye West, they teased, I think about a, a couple of days ago, they, te they teased a new collaboration, Yeezy Gap and Balenciaga. Well, Kanye West took to Instagram. He posted a bunch of pictures of some of the clothes that's coming out, and he says Gap had a meeting without him. So I guess he's feeling kind of like how Adidas felt, or how he felt with Adidas, where they were doing things without him, and he doesn't seem to like it too much. But my question is, I thought when you have these contracts, they have to do things based off contracts. I have no idea. Right? If, that, I, if you own a company, they don't... As soon as you said, soon as you said, uh, Bally, Balliaga, what's it called? As soon as you said that, I checked out. I don't mind rich people business. I said Balenciaga. Or whatever the hell. <laughs> I don't discuss things I can't afford. All right. And lastly, see, this is why we need ye, back, ye here or something. Because I these stories I just don't want to do. But uh, they're saying Moneybag Yo's alleged ex-girlfriend, Ari Fletcher. Tell, tell me, girl. Tell see, me, tell see, me see, something. Tell me see, something, I girl. This, see, Come I, on, I, sis. I Spill that tea. All right. Well, they are saying Ari Fletcher looks like to have a situation on her hands after her 2019 Lamborghini Urus Moneybag Yo gifted her has been repossessed. What happened now? <laughs> They're saying that Ari's uh, Lamborghini has been repossessed. Uh, if you remember, she got it for her birthday, her 25th birthday in July 2020. So... They're saying that payments haven't been made and they want the car back. And this is uh, after they're saying that Ari and Money Back Yo allegedly broke up. I don't discuss things I can't afford. Well, they're saying that she owes $159,000, which is not a lot of money for that car. And I'm going to tell you why. Because right now that car is being sold for $270,000. We so don't care. They could, you know, buy it and flip it and make we don't grand care. off of it. We drive Hondas and Fords, okay? Yeah. And Hondas, mm -hmm. Nissans, Toyotas. We don't care. About them rich people problems. All right. Well, that okay. is your rumor report. Now, the People's Choice mixes up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Don't move. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Focus Features presenting Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, a comedy about a mega church pastor and his wife who will do whatever it takes to save their congregation in theaters and streaming on Peacock Friday. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, I want to shout to Mouse Jones. Uh, shout to Mouse. I was on his podcast. Uh, I think he released it this week. So, Mouse. shout to Mouse, man. What up, nephew? Mouse need to be on the radio, man. Mm -hmm. I've been uh, saying that for years. And uh, hopefully, you know, coming up in 2023, you know, we can, we can get Mouse on, on somebody's weekend show. He's one of those young talents, one of those young voices that I... I absolutely have always respected, man. So salute to my my my, my guy, Mouse Jones. What up, nephew? He likes to work, too. So shout Very to hard worker. All right. You got a positive note for the people. Well, first, I want to tell everybody, man, make sure you go to mentalwealthexpo.com. You know I'm doing my second annual Mental Wealth Expo October the 8th. 
here in New York City at the Marriott Marquis Times Square. We announced a few of the people who are going to be there uh, speaking on panels like Dr. Alfie Breland Noble, like Doc, uh, like Nedra Tawab Glover, uh, like Wallow and my man Shaka Senkor. I can't wait to see them in conversation talking about the impact of the prison system on people's mental health. And our keynote speakers are Torre Roberts and Sarah Jake Roberts. And it is a free event all you have to do is go to mentalwealthexpo.com and register to attend. It's a free event, Saturday, October 8th at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. Uh, I'll see you there. Now, the positive note is simply this. We always talk about fumbling the bag, right? Well, fumbling the bag don't always mean money. Y'all fumble valuable people, too. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Like you, Jonah, who's a music person and also a mental health counselor. And you, Vanessa, who is an actress, comedian, and I think you even wrote a children's book. Wow. I sure did. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> 
God. As a high school student. Plus legendary sisters Amber Ruffin and Lacey Lamar. Top. You would pull the bag out and then we would eat okay. the eat all the leftover the leftover chocolate chips, which was a lot. Then you'd roll the oh, barrel up, so to, up the hill. And then one of us would get inside the barrel and they'd push you down. And we've also had an amazing guest like Mike the Miz, Jason Isbell, Carrie Brownstein and Corin Tucker of Slater Kinney, and many more. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like Change.Dork. <laughs> Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.